Welcome everyone to the Right Now podcast, our student ministry podcast here at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. And today is a special day because we are wrapping up 2020. Going to do that with today's podcast. Looking forward to being back together with students in 2021 uh, as we begin the new year. But today, Auburn and I have decided just to sit down and chat a little bit about 2020 and also 2021 and uh, just some things that are going on and some things that we're excited about, some things we missed maybe, and just some things to be looking forward to in our student ministry. So first off, Auburn, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Chase. It's Monday. Well, the people don't know that, do they? Maybe they're listening on a Monday. Yeah, it's a little chilly knows? outside, but hey, ready to start the week, hit it heavy. What about you? Doing well, getting ready for a baby any day now. Like so, you're having it? Uh, no, not thankfully. <laughs> Lee is ready for a baby, and I'm ready for a baby. And I told you earlier in the office, like, man, next week's Christmas, and next week, if the little man hasn't come before then, we're having a baby at some point. Mm. So, Have you already gotten all your presents? Yes, we are good to go. Everything's wrapped. Everything's, I mean, we're Lee is on top of that stuff, so ready to go. Okay. How about you? You bought all your Christmas presents? I haven't. Uh, no, I'm still still lacking a few. Okay. But so, I got a, I got a few. So you got to go shopping, or is this like an Amazon Prime thing? Get it in two days. Uh, I gotta, I gotta do some shopping. Okay. So yeah, gotta go somewhere and get some shopping done. Yeah, see a man about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well Auburn, it's been fun this year starting this podcast with students. I've been very thankful for, um, I guess eight or nine episodes now of just conversations with students and some other leaders within our student ministry, and it's just been neat to hear stories. And so I guess let's just start there. What's been something that's been neat for you as you've listened to some of these podcasts and even been on a couple of them? What's been neat about the Right Now podcast? Uh, I think the biggest thing that sticks out to me is how, I mean, for us, we get to interact with these kids on a, I mean, pretty much weekly basis. So really seeing them sit down and asking more specific questions to really see like what's actually going on because usually when you see them on Sundays or Wednesdays you you hear about what's going on in their week and what's going on in their life but you don't really get to go in depth with that because there's so many other people around um, and really getting to listen to them really just kind of shows you more of their character who they are and kind of how they were raised so that would be probably my my thing yeah I would agree and uh, I mean it's been so fun to listen and I'm just extremely proud of each of the students that have been on the podcast so far and if you're listening and interested in being on the podcast we'd love to have you and want to have a conversation with you about that so look um, and find Auburn and I or Texas and let us know that but I think one of the most interesting things for me every podcast is hearing what the current event is that's interesting to them you know it's obvious I mean 100% so cool to hear what God is teaching them and the way they can impact their life. But the current event is always interesting because uh, students these days really do care about what's going on. And I think that a lot of people kind of just put this, um, this, uh, you know, overall kind of thought towards a teenager and like, they don't, they don't care about anything or they don't know what's going on. They don't get that. But I mean, if you listen to every episode of the podcast, I mean, you hear clearly people of teenagers that know some things about, uh, or the world, um, know some things about, you know, politics or know some things about different places and things and stances they should make. And so that's been really neat to me to hear on the right now podcast. And so Auburn, let's, let's now kind of just shift and kind of 
wrap up this year's worth of our episodes of podcast, just kind of reflecting a little bit on 2020 for a minute. What did you miss most, Auburn, you'd say, about student ministry? We're going to talk about keep this in the realm of student ministry. It was such a different year in 2020. So what did you miss most about student ministry in the year of 2020? Oh, this is tough. I, I mean, my simple answer, I think, would be people because you have so many students who are coming back and then you have students who aren't coming back, but you have that mix of like, you still know what's going on with the students who aren't coming back, but you can't really see them and be with them. Um, so that would probably be like the biggest thing. But I think for me, the main thing was just like camps. Um, I, I guess technically I haven't really been able to like experience a camp except for wired as like a, I mean, I was a, a track leader for wired, but not really a camp as a, like in a ministry position. So I would say camp just kind of seeing what all is, is going on throughout like the small details that people don't see. Um, the camp side really like getting to go off to camp and being with kids and just like really when you're at a point where everybody's like, you feel God moving throughout the camp and then you have a chance to actually like further expound upon that afterwards. I think that was my, my biggest thing to miss. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think the thing that I missed the most about 2020 was the ability to be away in some sort of context where it's just us and kids and our focus that week is right. um, to hear from God and to worship and to serve and to have community time. And, you know, some of the most special moments in student ministry are the moments where we're riding on a bus or it's at a meal time and we're sitting there yeah. eating and we're talking or, you know, some of our students know things about an infamous hike that was once <laughs> uh, taken that was not a good meal moment for me, but uh, it was for uh, them because they enjoy But it's moments like that that you don't get when you're in the routine of life, when you're in a context, even on a Wednesday night or Sunday, yeah. unfortunately, we're so in the routine that we miss some opportunities to really, first off, hear from God and see God. Mm -hmm and experience him but then secondly be a group of true community and encouragement and so i think i would have to say 100 percent, i miss the ability to kind of be together in a community sense um in 2020 i mean we had some things we had some yeah. opportunities um, but it's not the same and the thing is is i think one of the things that's important is we don't know what the rest of our lives in general right, um, yeah. or 2021 is going to look like. So it's going back to embracing, you know, and we'll talk about some of the stuff we learned in a little bit, but embracing it and, and making the most of it, even though it's a different, different context. So what did you like best? Let's go to this question now. What did you like best about 2020 Auburn in the student ministry realm? Oh, I think, I think this is something that like people would, it's a love hate relationship. Okay. So for me, I would say being able to really utilize technology and push like all the videos, all the like anything that we want people to know, it's all social media directed now. Like if we see them, we're going to tell them what all's going on for those next few weeks or, or camp or that sort of thing. But really being able to interact with people on social media and them knowing like, hey, we're in a place where things are weird, like we may not can really meet. But we're still here and our mission's still the same. We still want to do the same things. And for me, it was cool to see us post those videos, post those things, and then have messages from people like, hey, you know, this was really good. This was 
this said this to me and this made me think about this. And you don't realize sometimes when kids are in front of you, you don't realize the impact you have on them. And then when they're away from you, you really see the impact when they reach out about something that normally students wouldn't reach out about. So I would say probably technology utilizing that um, and utilizing that in a positive way rather than a negative way. Yeah. I think that what we learned in 2020 when it comes to student ministry world is that grasping the fact that technology is where our teenagers are and, and, and maximizing that and not necessarily running from that. Now we, as a as a student ministry and for students that are possibly listening to this, we want to encourage you to be careful with technology. We want to encourage you to be wise about your time on your phone. I mean, when we talk about the Right Now podcast, we use this Ephesians passage that talks about being wise and living as wise and not as unwise people. And so be wise about that. But also, I think one of the things that we learned, Auburn, is the ability to push the message through the means that everybody has in the world of teenagers. And so students out there, the reason why we've done a lot of what we've done and is to get the message to you, but also give you opportunities to share this message to other people. So I love the, the times where videos got shared on stories and, you know, different things get shared, um, uh, different ways on, on social media and things. And that's been really cool. And for me, Auburn, the, the coolest thing, to look back that I like best about 2020 was just the, the creativity that it it forced us all to be a part of. And, uh, that was fun. I think for us as a team, whether it was, you know, the summer with, uh, the staff and interns or, or just in general now with just you and I, like the creativity of saying like, we don't want to just keep doing things like we've done them and we can't like things can't be key. They get old quick. Right. And like we, there's some things that we can't do. And so maximizing that and saying, okay, we're cool with this. We're going to do something different because the mission hasn't changed. The gospel is still the same, but the way that we are able to explain that or share that or push that is different now. And so being creative behind it and having some fun team players and some aggravating, probably frustrating conversations in my office from, uh, y'all looking at me like, are you crazy? You know, kind of thing. I mean, but all of that was fun because it got us to a place where I think we're in a neat opportunity moving forward in 2021 to continue um, to seek to influence and reach, build, and connect as we talk about here at RBC. And so, Auburn, let's do this. Let's wrap up a few conversations as we look back to 2020 with this question and then talk a little bit about 2021 as we kind of Again, finish up this year on the Right Now podcast. What did God teach you? This is a little more personal, Auburn, not necessarily ministry-related, but what did God teach you in 2020? Uh, I feel like there was there was a few things. Um, one of the main things was just really like how important it is to have your quiet time with God um, and really like going into it asking God to speak to you instead of just like, oh, well, this is something as a believer that I have to do and just sit down and read. And like, then you get up and you not even know what you read. Um, Really like sitting down, taking your time, not worrying about what else is going on and just focusing on God and what he's trying to teach you um, in that moment. And then I feel like the really the biggest thing that I learned was patience. Um, For me, I've always been the kind of guy that's like, I want everything planned. Um, but if it doesn't go according to plan, that's usually okay because I'm, I'm, I'm not like a structured plan, but I have a plan. Like 
You're not I, structured I kinda, like me. Yeah, not I'm not like nine thirty do this, ten thirty do this. I'm more of like I know what I want to do that day and that's what I need to get done. But for me, patience really and like realizing that at the end of the day, there's more people around you that you need to to really like focus in on who's around you. Um and really just being patient in what God is doing in and through your life. So for me, um, really this year taught me a lot about like there was, there would be situations where I would want something to happen or be waiting for something to happen and really just like not, not upset, but just kind of frustrated at like the timeline that things were happening or the way that things were happening. And then I look back now over this past year and just realize like, you know, even though, I wanted things to happen a lot quicker than they did in some instances. God knew what he was doing. Like I have to trust and know that whatever God has planned, it's going to happen in his time. Um, And that's really the biggest thing that I learned is that, you know, as much control as, as I want as a human, I really don't have that much control. Um, So that was just being patient and waiting on the Lord and, and really like, digging in to see what he's calling me to do or teaching me to do is really the biggest thing that I learned throughout this past year. Yeah. You don't realize, or I don't think we realize until we're really put in a place of like, we had, I mean, there's no other option here, you know, really with the year that we had, you know, there's a lot of situations. It was no other option. And and Lord teaches us specific things like that. And, uh, love your story, Auburn of just, uh, patience and, uh, thankful for how God has worked in that and brought you, um, to where you are and and a part of our team and been a huge asset, um, this, this year and, uh, been fun to, to go and (laughs) do a lot of different things, uh, together, you know, like build a, what do we build a nativity scene out of, yeah. Anyway, so out of icing quotation marks. Yeah. Don't tell them. I guess they saw that vlog. Kathy found out. She sent me a message. Oh, was she mad? Yeah, she was a little mad. Oh, well, we got to do what we got to do. Yay. Can't beat them, cheat them. Work smarter, not harder. All right, <laughs> so for me, Auburn, I think I just go keep going back to this understanding of embracing the moment. I mean, that's the – I mean, you've heard me say that before, but that that's just kind of where I've been in 2020 because as much as, like you even mentioned, like control and even for me a structured plan, I mean, I, even – within the world of the pandemic, it's been crazy, but you know, our family life has been like (laughs) crazy for 2020, you know, the, uh, things that have happened with, uh, little one on the way and just my schedule has been so different. And, uh, and I wouldn't change that for the ability to, um, love and lead and be there for our family. But it's just, uh, I've learned that I can't change the moment and all I need to do is embrace it and, and trust the Lord in the process of that. And versus, trying to control it myself. And so I think that's one of the biggest things that is understanding that we can't change where we are, but all we can do is, is fulfill what the purpose and plan God has for us right now in the moment. And I think that goes to our podcast. So for all of you that are listening, just an encouragement to process. Yes, 2020 is ending, but we don't know what 2021 is bringing. And in the midst of that, God is still God. He can be trusted. And, um, live where you are for his glory at that time. And so as we would say, Auburn 2020 has been an interesting year, but I would encourage all of our listeners to maybe take a second before the end of the year and write down some things or 
take a moment of reflection and really say, God, what was it that you teach me? What did I like best about 2020? What did I miss the most? And maybe utilize that as something to propel you into 2021 to fulfill the plan and purpose that you feel God calling you to be a part of. And again, as a church and student ministry, we want to center all that in the thought of reaching people and building them up and connecting them to the mission and purpose of God. And so Auburn now moving to 2021, when I just say 2021, what initially comes to your mind? Initially one word. Yeah. That's fine. Let's get it. What? Let's get it. It's, you probably don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'll show it to you later. So then you can, can you explain it at all? It's, it's basically like, let's get it. Okay. But yeah, it's this guy. Yeah, he is just this, he just put a twist on it. Okay, all right. So is this like verbiage of the? Yeah, like let's go. The teens, let's get it ready. This is what our our listeners here will be saying to each other. Yeah, while they're dripping, that's what they say. Yeah, somebody sent something to Lee the other day. Um, something about she was like a whole snack or something. <laughs> uh, like and like oh my, she was like she had no idea what that meant. And so, did you tell her what it meant? I didn't know what it meant. Oh, we'll talk later. Well, she she asked the person, like, y'all would know this person that sent this to her. And uh, so uh, she asked the person, and she's like, what? Did I? She's like, well, thanks, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, that's embarrassing. Yeah, anyways, that's that's the problem, man. We're in this generation now where, you know, Lee and I, we're old folks, and gray hair's coming in. We don't know this stuff. That's why I got to have Auburn around to... All right, what did you say? What was your word again? Esquidit. Esquidit. Yeah. All right. So that's why we had to have Auburn around to help us with the esquidits. So, all right. So 2021, um, Auburn, what are you most excited about? And let's keep this in the realm of ministry, student ministry related. What are you most excited about for 2021? I'm, I'm most excited to kind of see what happens next. And in the sense of, Everybody in ministry, and especially student ministry, it's basically like this big kind of question mark of, is 2021 going to be like 2020? Like, everybody thinks once January 1st hits, like coronavirus is going to be gone, like there's nothing going to be, it's just going to be, you know, 2019 again. And in reality, that's that's really far from the truth. Um, so just kind of seeing how God continues to use uh, use students especially, but also use the technology that we've had um, and like incorporated to see really how we we keep taking steps in that direction um, to really see, to really I guess in a sense change how we view church. Um, I think would be the most exciting to see kind of how how things shift and how quickly they shift and how involved people really become after realizing like hey. This thing may be around to stay. Well, I think one of the things that adding to that for me on an excitement level is that we have been forced now to rethink a lot of different things that we do and how we do them. And the opportunity in rethinking those like really opens the door to reach more people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, it, it just goes back to the scripture of, of understanding, you know, what the enemy meant for harm, the Lord meant for good, like in the midst of what was really harmful and hard in the midst of a pandemic. Like I think it puts churches and even like for us as a student ministry at a place to say, okay, yes, this was hard. Yes, this was different, but 
what can we continue to do to reach the next generation? And the means that you've mentioned of technology and different things, like that stuff's here to stay. It's not yeah. leaving us and maximizing that. And so being excited to know that the way we're doing ministry is different, but ministry still happening and uh, we can connect with students in, in different ways. And for our students out there, um, just understanding that, that, 2021 might not look a whole lot different than 2020. I mean, yes, we're looking at registrations for camps and, you know, there's conversations about what is D-Now going to look like. And like, it might not ever be the exact same, but there are still going to be things and there are opportunities for you to engage with. And so what we encourage you to think about is, is jumping in on board with us and being a part of it and, making the most of where it is and, and helping us utilizing things now in the world of your technology and it right there at your fingertips on your phone to really reach out to people and, and make the most of 2021 when we understand that it could look um, very similar. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that we kind of think about in 2021 is, or, or for 2020 is a lot of people look at 2020 as like, oh, this year was horrible. When in a sense it was, but at the same time for for ministry-wise, for me, I feel like it was really good because it made you evaluate everything that you were doing. I mean, especially, I mean, we're, we're at Ridgecrest. We're at a large Baptist church, very traditional in a sense of things that we do being traditional and really like looking at, each thing that we do or each program to say and really think about like, is this really how we're supposed to be reaching people? Is this, is this the best way to do it? And that sort of thing. And I feel like that's where we've kind of taken a jump to really see towards this next year to see what's, what's coming because we've really evaluated, you know, what we're doing and why we do it. And I think that's been a huge thing over this past year, even though many people would think about, how 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 horrible it was um i think there's still some good in it well i think that even that understanding of evaluation points to all of us just in general like you mentioned learning about the importance of your time with the lord and like even for you listening as students like evaluating in your brain why you do what you do specifically at church why do you come on wednesday nights why do you come uh, on a Sunday morning, why do you want to go to Wired so much? Why do you want camp to happen? And and grasping the bigger picture of that and understanding that Wired or a camp or Wednesday night, like things like that can happen even if it doesn't look the same or even if um, it doesn't happen. You know, if, yeah. if Wired 2021 doesn't happen, and don't freak out, I'm not saying that it's not. Like, the conversation has not even been had. But if it didn't, like, Wired doesn't stop. Like, the, right. the, the understanding of being united and serving and discipling the mission of Wired doesn't stop. Like, that's something that you can do right where you are. And evaluating and saying, okay, if the setting looks different, it doesn't change the opportunity to serve. Like I might not go to a camp and serve with a bunch of churches because of uh, numbers or a pandemic, but I can still serve in my neighborhood or I can still serve in my home. I can still serve in the midst of where we are versus uh, in a different setting. So if the setting doesn't change, you can still 
fulfill a plan and purpose that God has even in an area of service. And so, Auburn, let's do this. Let's wrap up. And this is fun. I think we could talk uh, for days because there's a lot of interesting thoughts here. But how will you, or excuse me, let's just say it like this, how will ministry um, be different in 2021? Maybe just give us one kind of simple thought. Yeah, I, I just, technology driven. I mean, we've seen it in 2020, but really I think that's that's where we're at. I mean, you kind of see, to me, you see a shift in, in somewhat of the church. You know, we think of the church, a lot of people think of the church as, as the actual physical building. Well, we're kind of in that sense where we've realized like the church isn't necessarily just the building, but it's the people in the building and really thinking about how are we going to use technology to reach the people outside of the building who maybe aren't comfortable coming back or maybe don't don't feel like they can come back just yet. And how can we really use technology to still get the message out without really with doing things that are going to make people want to watch or, or look at it. And I think that's the biggest thing um, that, that we have to look forward to. And I think technology has, has really, you know, people would probably say that there's a lot of believers who have kind of taken a step back this year, but there's also a lot of people who have taken a step forward because maybe they didn't go to church, but they were scrolling on Instagram and they see a video and they watch it. And now they watch all the videos or they were, they saw somebody shared a live stream on Facebook and now they watch that live stream and they become a member of that church. Just thinking about how somewhat limited you are in ministry context here in this building um, and really seeing there's really no limits once you hit technology. Yeah, that's cool. And I, I like to say this, and this kind of goes with, for me, the what I think is going to be different in 2021. But I, I always say that what I love about student ministry is the fact that in at the end of the day, this generation of students has the opportunity more than any to make a global impact for yeah. the glory of God because of the reality of technology. And so what I think has the opportunity to be different in 2021 is for that statement to truly be fulfilled because we have students in our student ministry. And for those of you that are listening right now, God has given you all platforms, first off, to understand, to be careful about and and, and to be wise about. You have a platform right now and the ability to utilize your platform for first and foremost for the glory of God before it's the platform of self or the platform of you know your school or your athletic ability or whatever it is the platform to glorify the Lord um, as you utilize that platform for that reason it gives you that opportunity yeah. to have a global impact um, I say this all the time when it comes to like sharing the live stream but as you mentioned it you, you might not ever know who might look at something for the very first time and God use that as a seed planted to open someone's eyes and heart to the gospel and the goodness of who he is. And students out there, that is an opportunity now through the different means of technology and the things that we are just seeking the Lord in and our student ministry to do that we want to give you that opportunity. And so I think 2021 will be different in the fact of 
uh, hopefully, and we want your help in this. And if there's thoughts about this, man, have this conversation with us. But we want to set you up for success absolutely, in the realm of reaching people and loving people well and utilizing your platform for the glory of God. And so um, think about that right now, living your life for God's glory. Um, we're thankful uh, for 2020. We're thankful for all of our students, all of our families, all of our leaders. Um, Auburn, there's so many people um, that make student ministry happen here at Ridgecrest that we just can't say thank you enough. I think of all of our adult leaders that show up on Wednesday nights and help cook or tear down or, you know, there's just a lot of work that's been done in 2020 that's different and so thankful uh, for that. And uh, But excited for 2021 excited for where God's leading us and just thankful as a ministry um, that uh, the Lord is blessed in so many ways, but also believing that he still has greater plans in the days ahead for um, our student ministry. And so Auburn, that's a wrap. That is a wrap, Chase. 2020. 2020, headed out, 2021. Let's get it. Let's get it. That's it. So here we go, 2021. That's the Right Now podcast. Uh, Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We love you all, and we will see you soon.